is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan Tuesday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. Inside this hour, Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist. We'll look back at week one, talk about Aaron Rodgers, a torn Achilles. Hey, I'll give Zach Wilson and the Jets a ton of credit for the comeback in OT to beat the Bills. It was eerie how loud that place was at MetLife Stadium in Jersey to start the game, then how quiet it was until really maybe mid-third quarter, late fourth quarter. So Rodgers will miss the remainder of the season. Packers lose a first-round pick that would have been based on the percentage of snaps that Rodgers would have taken with the Jets. Hey, that was the Bills, you know, top five team in the league. Zach Wilson didn't look bad. He's learned a lot from Rodgers. And I heard Robert Sala, who I like, and really through hard knocks in August, I loved the makeup of the Jets. If Rodgers is in there the whole game, they win that thing by double digits in regulation last night. It is interesting for one week to look at the Lions in case he started. Obviously, the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football in America. Niners at the Steelers. They really look like the three best teams in football. Lions, Cowboys, Niners. Not just in the NFC. So that's where home field advantage beginning Sunday for the Lions with the Seahawks, where it's going to be imperative that the Lions do not lose a home game and they get to a number where they would not lose a tiebreaker and that they could host those games at Ford Field because that's their ticket to the Super Bowl. That's what I was banking on even before the reality of the KC win. Give the Lions home field advantage. And they go to a Super Bowl. And I started to think yesterday, getting ready to watch after my son's soccer game, which some huge love to Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern Soccer. Mars Steenwick, who also doubles as a kicker with my son Ace and Coach Swander's undefeated 11th ranked Division IV team. Forest Hills Eastern Hawks. They have a big one Friday night against Grand Rapids South Christian at East Kentwood High. But Mars is the kicker and also the goalie. 
for Forest Hills Eastern Soccer. I think he stopped 17 shots, which is a lot in high school last night. one nothing. We score a late goal. I think Noah McGraw stuck it between the goalkeeper's legs. Or I, I was in the distance, but we scored. Legend jumped in, was on the field. I, one thing I love about my son, every time he's on the field, there seems to be action. And that's just legend. He's kind of like a point guard in soccer. Just all the natural athletic ability of my children. I just, I see so much of me there. <laughs> so a nice win. They needed it. They lost a couple of tough ones and they're young and they had a lot uh, leave them. And also they went through a coaching change where Scott Green last year did such a marvelous job with Four Souls Eastern Boys Soccer. So they got uh, Edith Marich who has come in and you know, you change coaches, his systems, they know players, uh, rotations. It's still a work in progress, but a nice win. Waylon uh, was a tough team. I love, I just can't get enough. I, I don't care about winning and losing. Winning is sweeter, but I just love watching my children when they work hard. And I see the work that Legend's putting in an ace, and it's just really cool to watch. When your kids get to the high school level and they're playing with friends and People you've known, and I remember Mars Steenwick, he was a goalkeeper. Gosh, when I think with Ace, they were like 10 years old playing soccer for the old Midwest United. Or it might be a Grand Rapids crew then, I forget. Mars is a really good uh, goalkeeper in soccer. Mars Steenwick, fabulous. Keeps us in games. It was like 9-1 to one on shots at halftime, 0-0. Zero, zero. Soccer is like hockey, where one team can, and the Wings have done this, like they'll drop 60 shots on the Sharks in a playoff game, and the Sharks will have 19 and win the game 2 nothing, right? And it's based on a hot goalie in hockey and just like a hot goalie in soccer. And Mars Steenwick is such a good dude. After every football game or if he sees me after a soccer game, he always uh, comes up to me, says hello. I just said, hey, he known him, what, seven, eight years when they were playing soccer together. I, and I know a lot of parents out there have kids playing high school sports. I cannot get enough of watching them because you know it's not going to last. And when it's gone, everybody talks about empty nesting and how it's such a wonderful thing. Uh, and then they get, I miss it. I'm, what time is your kids playing? I just want to come to a game, right? Well, your kids playing? Where, where are they playing at? Middleville? Who? I got Grand Rapids South Christian in football Friday night. I think South Christian is ranked two in the AP D4 poll. We're 11. We're undefeated. They had a tough Hail Mary loss to EGR Carson Thornton, Austin Thornton's son. Heck of an athlete. Basketball, football player threw a Hail Mary to beat a South Christian. So that'll be awesome. That'll be big Friday night at East Kenwood here on the west side of the state. Let's go get an update. Uh, Harlan Barnett talked to the media today. Uh, game week, you get Washington coming in, one of the toughest teams in the country, a team legitimately that could win the national championship, also a team moving into the Big Ten. Next year, you got the Tucker suspension. You got all that drama uh, surrounding it. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, has been doing a lot of great work following this story. So uh, what's the latest out of East Lansing? Hey, great to be on your show, Bill. Yes, no shortage of storylines here in East Lansing. Harlan Barnett met with media today for the first time 
as Michigan State's interim head coach. And uh, a lot of noteworthy observations over there, Bill. <clears throat> First of all, Barnett comes out, he's got a suit on and a tie, well, a jacket and a tie, like Mark D'Antonio used to do. And it's clear that, uh, that Harlan Barnett wants to do well enough to keep this job long term. He was asked if that's his goal, and he said, hey, man, that's been my goal for a long time. I did not want it to be this way, but it's an opportunity. And uh, he's like, let's go, let's go. He didn't look at the camera and say, yes, I intend to stay Michigan State coach. But knowing him, he's not going to come out there with that kind of bravado, but I guarantee he wants to win this year and win enough to keep this job to be Michigan State's permanent head coach. And a couple of days ago when all this happened, I thought, well, yeah, Barnett, well, you know, he, maybe he's got a shot. Um, after today, I think he's got – I would say he's got – I'd say his chances of doing this are maybe a little bit better than I expected a couple days ago. He's into it. D'Antonio's supporting him. The question is, can they win enough and demonstrate enough for that to happen? The game against Washington, I've been saying all spring and all summer, that is not going to be the litmus test for this team. If by some chance they play great and keep it close or even win, then yes, I'll change my, my viewpoint on that game. I think Washington is so good that they can put up 450 yards passing and 45 points on just about anybody. The litmus test is going to be Maryland and at Iowa, Rutgers, and then the Michigan game and so forth. That's when uh, we'll see how he's doing with this team. And um, if you don't mind a run-on a run on answer, it's my observation here, Bill, that these coaches just want to coach. And I was observing players on Sunday when all this went down out, out by the, the, the football building, as a matter of fact. They, they just want to play football. They're, they're moving on. And, you know, I know those of us on the outside have been fixated on all the drama and the soap opera of the Mel Tucker situation and Brenda Tracy and all that. These people have a huge football game against a great football team that buried them last year. As athletes, they, need to, they know that they need to be buckled up, dialed in, and together to go out there and have a chance to win. They are competitors, and they want to get it done. They're not involved with the, with the drama and the soap opera, Bill. That's my observation here. Jim Combroni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Yeah, I want to follow up on what you just said. I agree with you. And Harlan Barnett, there's a couple of things that stick out to me. And you mentioned this yesterday, how quick they moved with the replacement crew uh, for Mel Tucker after the suspension. D'Antonio obviously has a lot of pull still in East Lansing and would be able to recommend Harlan. And they're going to have to pay something or – they won't have the money to go out and land a $70 million coach, and it may be Barnett as a buffer guy for a couple of years at lower cash. You're right. I mean, all those things are possible. If Mel Tucker wins the hearing in October, then the settlement's going to be substantial. And Michigan State wants to pay him and a new coach. And that can add up quickly. Try going around and passing the hat for donations on something like that. If Michigan State is fortunate enough, that Harlan Barnett goes on a run and has a good season this year and has full support and has the type of season in half a year or, you know, 10 games, <clears throat> the type of season that Dabo Sweeney had as interim coach at Clemson in 2008, that would be very fortunate for Michigan State if something like that were to, were to happen. Uh, what, what is uh, D'Antonio's, because there's been a, a role, there's been a lot of different talk. He's going to be in the box now. He's going to be on the sidelines on a headset uh, with Barnett, uh, what if what is the official role in the return of Mark D'Antonio? 
I can't remember if they're calling him assistant head coach. I think associate head coach. Now they didn't give they didn't give further clarification as to whether he'll be on the field or in the box. <clears throat> Harlan Barnett throughout the course of this season has been on the field, so they don't necessarily. It's not as if Barnett's been in the booth, and if you bring him on the field, you're losing a set of eyeballs in the press box. The set of eyeballs on the defensive side of the field will stay can stay the same if they want to have D'Antonio on the field. Um, I, I suspect that Barnett is going to want to have D'Antonio on the field. Barnett said, hey, he's going to be, you know, he was asked, is D'Antonio going to be like a calming influence, like a mentor on the scene? He says, exactly right, all those things, calming influence. And you know how it is like in baseball. You need that old-timer bench coach just so you don't miss something sitting there next to you. When it comes time, if it's a close game, and Barnett, who's never served as a head coach, has decisions that need, need to be made, ABC right now, right now, Evan D'Antonio right there on the headset offering input is something that Barnett can lean on, and it's something that every head coach needs, quite frankly. And these two go back to, I think, 2004, when D'Antonio hired him to be defensive backs coach at, at uh, Cincinnati. They've been together in some capacity for a long time. They speak the same language. They know each other. They're very similar personality-wise, very similar from a spirituality standpoint. They know they can lean on each other and trust each other, and and Barnett not have a better corner man right now than Mark D'Antonio. So Barnett and D'Antonio officially just interim tags at this time, right? Until the Mel Tucker suspension is settled through the hearing. And then as David Gregory, a lawyer and sports agent certified, but the NFLPA said yesterday from Bull Rush Sports, he was in studio the entire show with us, that there also is a 60-day window on a decision can take up to that long and an appeals process that could take it uh, into early 2024. So this thing just isn't going to be a one-day October hearing and done or two-day October hearings, plural, and done. Yeah, and settlements, of course, can happen at any time in terms of Michigan State and Mel Tucker. But, yeah, a lot needs to uh, needs to take place before uh, Tucker uh, can find out exactly you know what kind of compensation he can get on his way out and that hearing is going to have a lot to do with it the hearing is going to come and go and we're not we're not going to know much about it uh with the possible exception of, as to who of, of who actually attends the hearing but we're not going to get any play by play or anything after that and it'll be x number of days before um that title nine attorney arrives at a decision and like you said after that there can be appeal. So it could take a long time. In the meantime, Michigan State's going to try to play a brand of football that uh, that the, that could possibly result in Barnett keeping this job. And hey, there's no better job interview than 10 football games coming up. I think if I'm Michigan State, I, I push to get a settlement done with D'Antonio and maybe even with Tracy because uh, you don't need this story lingering for another month, two months, three months in the 2000. And 24, especially when you're getting into that early football recruiting period. I'm talking from a football standpoint, uh, because when you get to the he said, she said, and both statements released last night uh, through lawyers, Mel Tucker and Brenda Tracy, that if I'm Michigan State, I'm, I'm pushing for settling with Mel Tucker and also Brenda Tracy, because they may have to do that, seeing that. She was a vendor to the school, and Mel was an employee of Michigan State, and just uh, get that behind them and then move on and figure out a process and systems 
where things like this uh, don't blow up on MSU. Yeah, that's an option. And I have to wonder, in the back rooms at Michigan State, did they assume that when all this broke, well, we're not going to have to pay Tucker. This is going to be zero. We're, you know, we've got, we got uh, cause, you know, based on the morality clause in the contract. He, he's going to walk away with nothing. Now are they wondering, well, you know, maybe he could win this this hearing, and maybe we are, we will have to pay him. I, I just wonder what they're thinking. I've had two different Title IX attorneys tell me that they think Tucker has a 50% chance of winning. Yeah, and David Gregory is a lawyer and leaned on former partners of his who are uh, experts in the Title IX field. They said that either party doesn't even have to show up uh, to this hearing uh, in October. Uh, so, you know, maybe the statement from Tucker was – you know, he brought race into it. Uh, you know, Michigan State doesn't want another lawsuit coming from Tucker. Or if they settle with Tucker and not with Tracy and a lawsuit from her, I, they, they just need to figure out a way how to stop lawsuits connected to anything inappropriate when it comes to sexual activity. I would agree with that, Bill. I think you're right. That's it. They need to do it. And in a football side of it, Harlan Barnett, I do support him getting a shot because you're at Michigan State right now. Uh, there's no big-name coach who's going to walk in and follow in the footsteps of this right now. It, it go, even going back to when D'Antonio resigned abruptly, uh, that they were looking for a coach and had to settle on a guy who struggled at Colorado. Came out of the box strong, beat Michigan twice, uh, had the support of boosters, had a second bidder, with LSU and got a $95 million deal. That seems like decades ago, and now he's suspended. It's crazy how fast everything can change, but when you're talking about billions of dollars connected to college sports, uh, it does change in a hurry. You can follow everything connected to Tucker, Harlan Barnett, D'Antonio, back and more. SpartanMag.com. That is SpartanMag.com. Comp, appreciate the update. Yeah, thanks a lot. We do have the video of Barnett's press conference today. You can find that at SpartanMag.com, also SpartanMag.com search on the YouTube channel. You can find it there, and Michigan State fans can view it for themselves. Thanks a lot, Bill. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, SpartanMag.com. Thank you, comp. He's honest. I'm honest. People are like, oh, well, you should be ripping, uh, you know, questioning him about D'Antonio. No, you know where I stand. You can go to Ed Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I really recommend everybody with a lawyer and a certified NFL PA agent and David Gregory from Bull Rush Sports in studio yesterday for three hours. That podcast is a real strong listen. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, or I do have it pinned, at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I do have a road show update, Superfly, Friday. I'm at the McDonald's in Granville, three until six. We're going to have Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire uh, join us out there. I think three until five. We'll preview the Lions and the Seahawks on Sunday. So if you're listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids, you can join me at the McDonald's in Granville off of 44th Street. They got a best burger promotion where they're changing, not changing, it's subtle changes to make your burgers even better at your local Michigan McDonald's. And I might get one of those Lions bundles where you get a couple of Big Macs and fries and me and Risden can just eat nonstop. That's it, just nonstop when we're doing the show. So if you're in the Grand Rapids area or you're going to be traveling through, 
uh, the McDonald's in Granville off of 44th Street. I'll be there broadcasting statewide live Friday 3 until 6 and stop by all of the Michigan McDonald's and try the best burger uh, in Michigan. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Friday, October 27th, TVs and Practical Jokers are up to their usual trips. If you're not here, you are missing out. It's the Tenderloins at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Sal, James, and Brian for two shows and twice the laughs. 7 and 10 p.m. Tickets start at $59. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Don't miss the Drive, 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 Drive Tour with the Tenderloins, October 27th. Party hard, laugh louder. Details at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Over to Tracy for breaking news. We have super good news, Dave. The super sale is back at Meyer Friday and Saturday only. Get the biggest savings on Meyer sliced bacon, fresh Meyer chicken tenderloins, select apples, Sargento cheese, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products, plus deposit where applicable, and brawny paper towels. Get Meyer super sale deals in-store or online while supplies last. Now that is super. Shop this Friday and Saturday only during the Meyer super sale. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All I have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
Huge Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. You can listen to the free stream there. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. I'm looking at ESPN's TV and radio coverage of Aaron Rodgers' torn Achilles. I'm trying to think if the guy's still alive based on the way ESPN radio and TV just talking nonstop. I, I, I get that New York is the largest city in the country and they're zeroing in on the biggest TV and radio market and they have a presence there, right? With studios. I think what's overlooked to me is that this, this doesn't look like the end of the world for the Jets. Yeah, they may not be a 15 and two team, but they sure look like they could be 11 and six. And, you know, are they, I think they're good enough to beat Miami once at least, right? Beat New England twice. I don't know. Their defense is nasty. Wilson is as good as any receiver in the game, the running game, the coaching, the energy, the culture. I What it showed me last night that if Rodgers is in there healthy the entire game and the rest of the year that they legitimately could have been like one of those 16-1 and teams. I mean that. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, national NFL columnist with – Yahoo, he joins us here on the huge show across Michigan. Wow, four plays in. There it goes. I don't know if it's the end of the Rodgers story ever with the Jets, but that was crazy. I, I mean, it's I couldn't come up with a really a single comparison to it. I mean, we talk about, like, if this is the end for Rodgers, and my gut says he's going to try to play again next year because he doesn't want to go out like that, and he wants to give New York something for what they gave up. But if that is the end of Aaron Rodgers' NFL career. It's the weirdest player to a new team scenario we've ever seen. Like, everybody brings up, like, oh, Mike Piazza playing nine games for the Marlins. This was a four-time NFL MVP, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, and he might go... 0-for-1 in four plays with the New York Jets, and that's it. Like, that might be the extent of Aaron Rodgers' Jets' career is a couple of preseason highlights, one incompletion in a regular season, and him getting hurt. Like, it's just bananas. I feel so bad for the Jets fans. I heard you talking on top. I I get where you're coming from with they're not dead yet, but Zach Wilson's going to be the worst quarterback in football. I guess maybe not because Arizona still exists, but Zach Wilson's just not it. They, they cannot win with that guy. We saw it last year. Their defense was awesome last year. Garrett Wilson was awesome last year. It didn't matter. Brees Hall, Brees Hall was awesome last year. It didn't matter. They could not function on a normal level of offense because their quarterback was such a black hole. And I Maybe that changes. Maybe Zach has something that we haven't seen yet, including last night. But I just think this Jets team's dead. They're, they, they might win nine games, but they're not going anywhere. They're not winning a Super Bowl. They're not making a playoff run unless they have some magic up their sleeve of quarterback. And it just stinks because – Jets fans are always going to wonder, like you said, what if? What if Rodgers would have stayed healthy all season? Because just put a competent quarterback in there, and that team did look like a Super Bowl contender last night. I will say the second half, they look like a team that you know could could win the AFC to me because their defense. I thought you know their timely plays, you know Wilson's uh, athletic ability, just uh, the running game. I do like Salah and the coaching staff, and maybe that's because. Watching Hard Knocks, I made uh, that connection. Uh, it, but then the Bills didn't look like a team. Some were saying, well, their window 
is shutting. They don't look like a Super Bowl team. Joe Burrow, the Browns uh, look like they have the best defense in the AFC. Um, you know, people are saying Steelers are going to be the surprise team. They could win 12 games. I'm watching the Niners take it to them. Uh, Chargers, Dolphins was entertaining, but uh, no defense. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the AFC right now. Oh, even with Rodgers out with the torn Achilles now, Frank. And we got a dominant, two dominant teams and Lions on the road at KC on this side over in the NFC. But the AFC, you and I had talked a couple of times during the offseason, was supposed to be the power conference. Who who showed you in the AFC like they could just be a wrecking ball all year long? Oh, for sure. I mean, week wasn't, one was not good for the AFC. No. But I'm not giving up after one week. It's it's The Bengals are going to be fine. And the Bills are going to be fine. They're a really, really good football team. And the Dolphins, I mean, my goodness, two is good. Wow, <laughs> we, yeah. We kind of need, need to stop making, like, qualifiers for Tua being good. I, I, I really dislike the conversation with Tua of it's always, oh, well, he has Tyreek Hill. Oh, well, the coaching staff's really good. Well, so what? He's one of the top five or so quarterbacks in the game. He consistently proves that when he's healthy. So I think that these teams we thought would be good will still be good. It was just a bad week one for them. I remember two years ago, the Packers, I believe, lost 38-3 to to the Saints in week one. They ended up getting the number one seed in the NFC. Weird things happen week one, and I just think that it was a weird week one for the AFC. I think all these teams except for the Jets are going to be honestly totally fine at the end of the day. And looking at the NFC, the Cowboys, wow. That defense looked good, huh? Sunday night against the Giants? Man. I mean, when you can rush a quarterback like that, I mean, it's, mm. it just brings you up a level. I, you can you can win a Super Bowl if you can rush a quarterback like that. Uh, and, I mean, it was, you know, a lot of people, you know, kind of ribbing Daniel Jones and all. It's like, what do you expect Daniel Jones to do? He had two defenders in his lap every time he took a snap. I mean, they could not block the Dallas Cowboys all night. It was stunning. It was really a good performance by the Cowboys. And, uh, you know, I try not to overreact to week one, but you look at that game and you're like, wow. Well, <laughs> Dak didn't even do anything. He didn't have to. He was 147 yards or whatever he was. He'll be fine going forward. He's got a lot of guys to throw to, and Pollard looked good. And that defense isn't going away. So, yeah, all of a sudden you have to – wherever you had the Cowboys, wherever you thought about them, you probably bump them up a notch because they really, really look good on Sunday night. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Yeah, the NFC – the power teams that we talked about over the summer, Cowboys, uh, Eagles, I'd probably put the Niners in front of the Eagles, Lions winning at KC is big even without Jones and Kelsey. You know, New Orleans, an ugly victory. Browns were one of the biggest surprises in what they did, even that's an AFC uh, conversation. And I thought the Packers, uh, how that offense, you know, you, you told me either last week, two weeks ago when we talked, that you thought the Packers would be the biggest challenger to the Lions in the NFC North, and they looked awesome in Week One against the Bears. Yeah, they really did. And you know, all off season, I, what I kept saying was, just because we haven't seen Jordan Love play doesn't mean he's bad. I don't know why everybody just assumed well, the Packers are going away because Jordan Love's terrible. Why? We haven't seen him play. We saw him through eighty passes. What? what <laughs> He's not some guy off the street. He's a former first-round pick. And I think that you saw 
can play well. He's not. Look, he's not going to be Aaron Rodgers, but he doesn't have to be. That team can run the ball. The defense looked a lot better than it did last year, but the the talent we all knew was there. I think Matt Lafleur is a great coach. I really do. I think he's the most underrated guy in the Packers, and the biggest reason I like the Packers is we look at this. He has an unbelievable record. I think if he was had enough games to qualify, he'd have the highest winning percentage of all time or close to it. But we just always just say, oh, is he coach Aaron Rodgers. It's not that hard. That's that's not how that works. I I think Matt Lafleur is a really really good coach. I think the Lions Packers uh, the race for the NFC North is going to be really fun. I, Lions obviously went on the road and got that huge huge win. Kind of solidified and, and re- reinforced what they were at the end of last year. That, that they're going to be a good team, but I think the Packers showed a lot too. I mean, it wasn't just beating the Bears, because I don't think the Bears are very good, but to beat them like they did, to just dominate them and and love to look like he did, I think it was a real statement that, hey, the Packers are going to be a lot better than a lot of people figured they would be. And I'll give Stafford and the Rams credit. I didn't see that coming, their domination of Seattle. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was really something. I I thought, all things considered, I mean, fifteen targets to a fifth round rookie, uh, Nakua, uh, Tutu Atwell who hadn't done anything. I think he got like ten targets. You look at the guys Matthew Stafford was throwing to on the road against a Seattle team. I, I always going to be good at just how Stafford played and he looked. I thought that was one of the best games of Stafford's career. And I know that's kind of crazy for a guy who has been around a long time and he's got. 50,000 yards or whatever he's at now. But just watching him play with the cast he had to work with, I thought that that was as good as Stafford is, is going to play in his career. I was really impressed. Happy for him, too. I mean, he's going in his phase of his career where he's got the ring, but he's on this rebuilding team now, and he's in his late 30s. And, uh, you know, it can't be the same kind of juice he had when he was taking the, that Rams team to a Super Bowl. I thought Stafford played great, though. I was really, really happy for him and impressed. That was that was a heck of a performance. Frank Schwab, heck of a performance on air. Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist. Thank you, my man. It was a great week one. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, back at you. Frank Schwab, check it in. On the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Yeah, Stafford. You don't think he was motivated watching Thursday Night Football and seeing the Lions and seeing golf and that team win at Kansas City? I... I told a couple buddies, I think he's going to have a big game. So Seattle's banged up coming into Detroit. And can you imagine what Ford Field will be like on Sunday? Now, if you're going down to the game or just going down to hang out and party and celebrate the Lions home opener, you can join me with my friends from Budweiser. I will be at Tin Roof just a block or so away from Ford Field, 10 a.m. until noon on Sunday. Stop by, then I'll be heading over to the game. Here in about 20 minutes, former major leaguer John Vanderwall, one of our Tigers MLB insiders, he'll be in studio. We'll talk about the Tigers offseason and how that starting lineup and roster could look like on opening day 2024. Vandy, known as Captain C, in studio in 20 minutes on the huge show across Michigan. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. He hasn't made a putt all day, but if he makes this one, we're all cracking a Labatt. Hold it, did you say if your buddy makes this putt, we're all cracking a Labatt? How about a Labatt blue light? Uh, yeah. Hey, buddy, you can do it! It's a left-to-right break, just outside the cup, a touchdown hill. Appreciate the support. You guys mind if I putt now? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. 
best putt ever. Because making the big shot is better with a big crowd. Labatt takes everything to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer 2023 Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt regulations, U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company Limited. Hey, buddy, where's my Labatt blue light? He made the putt for crying out loud. I want my Labatt blue light. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports. And the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long. Right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All you have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan on a Tuesday broadcast presented by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Your home for live sports betting, NFL, college football, and more all week long. Make it a weekend getaway inside the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub at Soaring Eagle. Book your room. Find out more at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Lions and the Seahawks. We'll be on the TV Sunday at Ascend. I'll be at the game at Ford Field. Marcus Thomas Sr. from Lions Nation Unite. He is standing by, ready to talk about the Lions and what to expect Sunday against the Seahawks. How you doing, my man? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Good, man. Uh, Lions 1-0. They look like they belong with the elite, not only in the NFC, but uh, the NFL. And they need some payback against the Seahawks. Sunday, Seahawks are banged up. Ford Field probably be as loud as uh, any game ever uh, in that building. Your thoughts on the matchup? Um, game two is just as important as game one. Um, you got opportunity 
to beat a really good team. Um, like I said, they're, they're beat up. But um, at the same time, um, I wasn't impressed with what I saw from them. The offense is pretty much still the same. Uh, so you have a real legit opportunity to go and take care of business here at home against a good Seahawks team. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how these defenses uh, match up uh, with what we have to offer. So based on what we all watched in the Lions win at Kansas City last Thursday night, what do you think we'll see more of Sunday at home against the Seahawks? Um, well, when it, I, I think we will see a lot more from the offense. Um, I think they were trying to be um, a little careful. Uh, you know, a lot of fans wanted to see Gibbs out there more. Um, I think you'll see him put into the offense a little bit more in this opportunity. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, the matchups are a lot different. Uh, you have some some issues to deal with at the receiving core uh, when it comes to the Seahawks. So I expect the the defense uh, to to show up pretty well. But it's going to be some tough battles for some of those those young guys on the edge. DK Metcalf, I mean, this dude is, I mean, he's a handful himself. So um, he's going to open up some things. And plus, you have a nice running back room and a backfield for Seahawks. So you know, uh, the middle of the field is what I'm going to be paying attention to. I want to see how that middle looks uh, as far as stopping the run. So uh, we didn't get a chance to see Broderick Martin last game. So um, I'll definitely be paying attention to that. Marcus Thomas, senior known as Everything King on YouTube, also part of Lions Nations Unite or Lions Nation Unite, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. All for one game. Uh, Have you changed the way you think how this season will go for the Lions? Absolutely not. Um, I had, I mean, total faith that the Lions could, you know, beat Kansas City. I mean, whether they had Kelsey or not, um, I just think that this team is really uh, trying to prove something this year. Um, and we all know how Super Bowl champs usually look um, when they're starting a season, even though uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes is pretty much uh, unscathed when it comes to season openers. But you know, I just think the the Lions caught them at the right time, right opportunity. Um, and I expect them to continue to do that with certain teams like the Seahawks um, and some of the tougher teams in this league. They want to make a statement. That's what it's all about this year. You know, we got all the hype, hear everything on the social media, see the media saying everything about the Lions, but now it's time to prove it. It's time to go out and show it. So Dan Campbell talks about that a lot. And I truly do believe that the Lions are still really hungry. And um, these guys are going to go out and try to prove it. And I'm curious to see from uh, almost a year ago when Seattle won that shootout, 48-45, I think the final was, how much the Lions have improved uh, when we see that game on Sunday. Everything King on YouTube, Marcus Thomas Sr., Lions Nation, Unite, and more really good stuff. When it comes to Lions, my man, always appreciate your time here on the Huge Show. Hey, I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Everything King. Search that right on YouTube. Everything King. That was my high school nickname in the yearbook, but I, I'm not good. I like Marcus Thomas Sr. I'm not going to fight him on trademarks. Not going to do that. If you ask anybody at Sparta High School, Everything King, that was my name. And now he has it on YouTube talking about the Lions with Lions Nation Unite. John Vanderwall is standing by, ready to join us in studio. Hour number three 
We'll talk about the Tigers' season, what their starting lineup and roster could look like come opening day. 2024 down in Lakeland, what the offseason could bring. Who stays? Who goes? What about A.J. Hinch? What about the coaching staff? Everything across the board. Vanderwall, Captain C, as he's called. You want a sip of this? He'll be in studio. Former major leaguer in Cooperstown, Hall of Famer with the most pinch hits in a single Major League Baseball season. The Vandy Man can. Oh, can talk some baseball. The Vandy Man can. Keeps inviting me to golf. I'm like, dude, you're stalking. Back off. Superfly and I will let you know when we can go to Egypt Valley. And no, you don't want to pay the non-member fees, so you want me to get some muni course. I get it, Mr. Hall of Famer. Remember, if you want to catch up on the show, our podcasts are free. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.